It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do that. Right, offense. All right, everyone. It is time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McAway and Ryan Caldwell here. It, uh, we've just finished up the wild card weekend. Super wild card It was weekend. wild. Now it's officially called the super wild card Is it weekend. super you wild You can't call it wild card weekend anymore. It's now officially, you'll be hit with a lawsuit. Oh, immediately. Well, I'm not you, wearing a mask, uh, if that's so, what they ask. Yeah. I'm not wearing a mask. But yes, it was, it was a, uh, I wouldn't say it was a super wild card weekend. It was a pretty good wild it card It was pretty weekend. good. Your team won, so that's always a good thing. That was super. You were very nervous about that, I, obviously, as anyone will be. I am still a nervous wreck. I will never not be a nervous wreck. It's almost like the offseason will be a relief for me, nice. but I still don't want it to ever come to an end. Back to parenting and marriage and all that well, stuff. Well, I guess, you know, in the hopefulness that, you know, uh, we could open up. Maybe. We got the Euros. I guess I'm excited yeah. for the Euros. I feel they'll go ahead, even if there's no fans. They're not canceling that tournament two years well, we in got the, You know, the NFL has had done one hell of a job. Yeah, I mean, you got to give credit what we've for done, it. You know, I did it in one of the articles, but... You have to give NFL credit for what they've done and how they've been able to pull it off. And for us, it all seems like, oh, well, it's another week of things. It's seamless. They did a really seamless and kind of And it timed thing. really well because they haven't really been hit by that like super variant yet. Yeah. And that's going to happen right during baseball season. So yeah. baseball season is going to be a disaster. NBA is going to be a disaster probably in a couple months. Well, considering the new variant, apparently they're saying it's one from Brazil. Uh, right. So you get a new import coming in. Uh, it's a Brazilian player on the field. He's taking down everyone. Tiki taka, little, little pass it around. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we're going to go through uh, the games that happened last week. Talk about some of the big news that's also been going on in the NFL. Uh, some of the things we've talked about. Doug Peterson, fired. Listen, that happens when you, you wave the white flag in, a, in an NFL game, right? Yeah. Like, the fact that I think I, I think that the owner's head is just stuck in this bad spot because he's got Carson Wentz's contract. I yeah. think the owner loves Carson Wentz, uh, wants it to work out. Um, doesn't, and, and, and who knows what Peterson's plan was for the like, I have no idea who he wants his court. Does he like Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Do, do you want this guy who's clearly losing his locker room when you do that? You've said to the team that this guy cares more about basically next year and he's already written off this year. And you know, it is bad look. And he, you kind of deserve to get fired for that. And he's been garbage for the last two years. Yeah. I mean, you look at that whole NFC East and you sort of go, Jesus. Wow, I mean, aside from the- Ron Rivera, you know. Because, you know, he's got cancer. But he's played okay. But you sort of go, well, is anyone justified in keeping their job here? Because there was an abysmal division. And they can't blame it on anyone. You can't just say, oh, it's especially, circumstances. Especially you've come from a Super Bowl and you've done nothing since. Like, yeah. you haven't made the playoffs. Was it last year you didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. The year before they went out, but they needed Nick Foles to come in again. Um, it's just, it's been, I think it's just time to move on. I think especially after that last game and the negative connotations it caused and, now, you want to try and sign people in free agency. Like, yeah. I'm not going to go play for the coach who quits, right? That's well, what yeah. I, I wouldn't want to play. And plus, I don't want to play for the Philly fans. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, it's, like... it's tough enough for Philly anyway. And a lot of people sort of just uh, sort of saying, oh, my God, what's going on here? And, and watching sort of the demise of this. And it's hard for the fans. But it's also, you know, you watch this team just sort of regress from yeah. the Super Bowl every year. And you sort of think there's no chance keeping a dynasty or dynasty, as they say here in Britain. Dynasty. Dynasty, but you sort of go, how come you're not? You, you once you get to a Super Bowl, you think, okay, now we're going to try to make sure we get back every year. 
Yeah, well, that's the point is, is when you have a quarterback, like a good quarterback like Wentz is, and guys like Rodgers and Mahomes and hopefully now Josh Allen and, and Lamar, and these are the guys that every year you know they're going to be in it, no matter what. And Carson Wentz isn't that guy. We've seen it when he's not in it. He's been terrible, and you don't see that with the other guys, the yeah. young guys. Even Baker's turning it around and becoming. So I think teams seeing all these success of these young quarterbacks, there's just, there's just no patience anymore. Yeah. It's a big problem with the NFL because, like, Peyton Manning back in his day, I think he lost his, like, first four playoff games or something yeah. like that. Took him until he was, like, in his, like, sixth year or something to win a playoff game. Like, imagine that was now Peyton Manning would be out of the league. Oh, God, yeah. It you can't matter. do it. Yeah. yeah, you just can't win a game because that's the way we are right now. It's, it's you got to win right away and you got to be amazing right off the bat. And I think it, it's to the detriment of organizations, I think. Yeah. You have, if you're Philly, you have to say, we're going to go with Jalen Hurts. It's going to suck next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we get him a few weapons. We draft well. We can turn this ship around in a couple years. But but they, if you're not willing to take the, you know, yeah. the sweet is not as sweet without the sour. Well, I mean, say. you sort of look at Kyler Murray as well. And you, when you look at Kyler Murray and his stats as a whole, pretty good. You know, pretty good. The amount of touchdowns the guy had, the amount of games he played. Now, of course, Arizona fans are going to go, wow, he didn't do this. But when you look at it, he put up some not bad numbers, better than Tua. Well, at an event, because you got Cliff Kingsbury there, who just can't seem to co- This is the guy who's like, give me Kyler and I'll get you to the playoffs. He's done nothing. Cliff yeah. Kingsbury looks lost out there. Well, he wasn't even that... I, everyone was so surprised he got the job. It's just, I tell you, it's the Sean McVay good looking theory. Sure. Of just getting young, good looking Good looking, looking people around in the world. And uh, yeah, that a good looking guy. You know, he'll just talk his way into a championship. Um, so he's been awful. And yeah, a guy like Kyler Murray. He hasn't made the playoffs in two years. Next year's going to be a big year for him and Cliff Kingsbury. So. Yeah, no, it's a lot of big, big years. And here's the big one that we've been talking about uh, Deshaun Watson, obviously not happy at all uh, with what's going on. Uh, but he's still in with the Texans. He, you sort of, he's like, I want to be traded. Everyone obviously, wants out of Houston. Everyone wants out of Houston, <laughs> but obviously it's not really feasible for him. And then, you know, obviously you, you should have go, okay, well, let's keep him happy. Bring in the coach he wants because... Well, they have already didn't do that. That was part of the plan. Why he's unhappy is yeah. he was told he'd be part of, like, he'd be talked to when they, they get a GM and stuff. And they didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's crazy to me. It's like, you got a guy like Deshaun Watson... And your ego's just going to like, oh, I don't need to answer to him. It's like, yeah, you do. Yeah. He's your best player. He's your only player. Not yeah. that he's your best player. So I think there there's talk he might possibly get traded to Miami. But, which, to be fair, if you're going to get rid of him, it is the right move. You can get Miami's third overall pick. Yeah. You can get a quarterback like Justin Fields and start over. You don't have his contract. Works out for Miami. They now get a star quarterback in a beast of a division, the AFC East now. It's yeah. It's going to become the best division in football soon um and it's just gonna make it and i think it's the only team that's gonna work but how could you trade deshaun watson you'd be crazy well that's the other thing that's going on too is that you look at it now the, the whole He's thing only is like 26 27 yeah. debo samuel getting all upset because now basically they're saying that joey bosa uh would be one of the or, or nick bosa would be one of the guys uh on the trading block potentially of the 49ers and the 49ers looking at sort of going okay well let's let's sell off everything to get this guy that is the problem is you're going to have certain teams that are willing to leverage everything that they've got in the cupboards to try to get them well, at your own detriment. Look at what you see. Look, look who's in the playoffs right now. Look who's in the final eight. It's literally eight of the best quarterbacks in the yeah. NFL. There's not, it hasn't been other than and Goff. And Baker. Seven and yeah. Goff. But <laughs> Baker's been playing really well lately. So, and he was the number one overall pick. Oldest He's, quarterback in the AFC as well. Yeah, it's such a 
difference. I think what it's like the old the average age is like thirty eight in the NFC or thirty seven. Yeah. And it's twenty four in the AFC. So just shows you the passing of the guard. Whippersnackers. So. Whippersmackers. But yeah, I think Deshaun probably will get traded and I think he will get traded to the Dolphins because if you're if you're Houston you want to get if you're going to get trade him, you want a top five pick so you can get a quarterback and just start over. I think it's the only thing that makes sense. And if you're Miami, then you can then trade Tua as well. And God knows what you're going to get for him. I don't think he's worth anything right now. Yeah, especially I don't know. if you get Deshaun Watson, you have no leverage. You're lucky to get. I, a I just can't see him going to the AFC. I just can't see him going to the AFC. I think anyone in the NFC will try to make whatever they can happen to try to see what happens. You've got teams from. Philly, who basically no one has any money, but they're going to move hell or high water to get a quarterback like this. And I can't see the Texans keeping him in the AFC. You don't want to face this guy every year again. You don't have to keep facing him. So, I don't know. He is a good player. He's great. He's young. He's talented. He's put up all these yards. He's incredible. He's incredible. And you'd be lucky to have him. And, and the fact that even you would think Houston, even if it's not the best, like you can trade away, it's still the best job as opening jobs go, because you get Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Every other job is, you know, you go to the Jets, you know, you're stuck with Darnold, maybe, or you got to draft a guy. You get a bona fide star in Deshaun Watson. Why, why wouldn't you want that job? No, I know. And we, we talk about, I mean, there's all these sort of moves that are being bantered around with the Jets, you know, possibly looking at Justin Fields, getting rid of Sam Darnold. Where does he go? Where would they want to get rid of him? You know, obviously, you know, there's talk that Elway really wants Darnold. It's like the offseason is going to be just as much fun. It is. It's <laughs> going to be crazy. And and then there's talk, too. I read an article in Chicago uh, that, you know, obviously Pace uh, and Nagy are back. Um, the McClaskey's decided, you know, that they're going to keep these guys back. And the, the reason they said this was basically that the sixth game, after the sixth game lose streak, they turned it around. And That's false. I don't I don't like when that it is. That's, you have to look at the bigger picture. You can't do say, hey, we have won a couple games. It's like, look at where the problem has become. You have no weapons offensively. Yeah. You, you've got a guy in Trubisky, and then you did nothing to support him with like, a good offensive line and uh, stars. Ever. So you got him Allen Robinson, but that's it. You can't, it doesn't work that way. Well, I know. It's, it's, but it's also and, now. And the problem is, you, so you're going to trust the same two guys to do the exact job that they just failed at. So I don't really understand when you're like, oh, let's, hey, let's let the two guys who drafted Mitch and buried them, and now they're starting over. Well, let's it's John Fox. John Fox played a role. True. In let's in, let in, them in, do it in, again. In that. So I, I do agree, but at the same time, I think, you know, I was impressed with the way that they did. We were able to make the playoffs despite the fact that we were going on that skid. Yeah. So they kept us in there. The Trubisky option, to me, is just oh, not. Done. It's he's not. Done. But now they're talking about Cam Newton, and to me, that is just a ridiculous uh, no. thought. Why would you even? Why does no. anyone after no one signing Cam, Cam Newton. Newton? But in Chicago, they're like, "Whoa, if we got Cam, what? What are we going to be? What are going to be six and ten next year instead?" You'd be lucky. He, the he, guy he, can't even throw the ball anywhere. No, so. you don't want Cam. Cam's toast. He is toast. Hopefully, he'll be on the broadcasting booth. Now let's. Uh, we're going to go through the games last week. The games that we start. Uh, we looked at, and uh, we'll go through. Uh, pull them up, and so we can take a look at the scores. And all of the action that happened, uh, we can start obviously with the Bills. The Bills game. Ryan was very excited about this. Very, game. It was a, it was a tough grind. 27-24 victory uh, for the Bills. A few things like a few things I'll say about this is the Bills defense worries me. Uh, they were just basically walked on all across the field. Mm-hmm. The with the Colts are the first team in NFL history to go like 450 yards offense, no turnovers, and to lose a playoff game. Yeah. Uh, it was basically just Josh Allen. Josh Allen carried the team on his back. He got like 90% of their yards. He was a leading rusher. He passed for 300 yards, 
two ran for one. He was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Rivers actually quite impressed me. Yeah. I thought he played really well. I think a lot of people, even though they were the seventh seed, I think there was just this idea that Buffalo was just going to steamroll them. And I never saw it that no. way. Like, I saw Buffalo maybe winning by more in the touchdown. But even then... It's a nerd. Like, this is like, the Colts are not a bad team. They're a top yeah, ten defense. They're a top ten offense. Like they're a well balanced team. They're literally one piece away from being one of the best teams in the league. They're great defense. Uh, so I don't understand this idea that everyone thought like just because you're the seven seed, you're garbage. And there's this whole idea, and it just really didn't work out. But I got to say, the Bills going into this week, they got they lost Zach Moss, yeah. which is going to hurt them. So they got to get some sort of running game going, but. Uh, or we're going to need a little snow, a little snow magic a little to snow come in to, to slow down Lamar slow Jackson. Down Lamar. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of the running game, Indianapolis, and we, and we talked about this, trying to slow down Jonathan Taylor, and he really started gashing into you guys. Well, he it was him and then Naheem Hines, Hines did yeah. more damage. I think they were able to, to hold Jonathan Taylor for a bit, but once they brought in Hines, it just, they just couldn't... Like, they both ran for like 80 yards, yeah. it felt like. Um, it, was, it was a tough game, but the Bills... Are one of those teams that they're just they they choose their poison. They're like, you're gonna beat us this way. If you're gonna beat us, you're gonna beat us through the air. Yeah, we're not gonna let you beat us that. Way. You know, it's it's turned detrimental in Kansas City. They got gashed for like 200 yards rushing because they didn't want Mahomes to beat them. So now with Lamar coming up, you're gonna have to choose your poison. The same thing. I think you in the cold weather, let Lamar beat me with his arm. Yeah. that's what I would do. Well, yeah, and he's not used to. But we'll playing. talk. He's but not, yeah, big we'll win, it. big win, first big win, win in twenty five years. It was very exciting um, for Ryan. He moved on. Uh, the next game exciting. was not as exciting. Uh, the Rams uh, beat the Seahawks. The Seahawks, despite having Russell Wilson and the the Rams having no quarterback, Wolford, who got cheap shotted out of the game early, Jared Goff comes back in a pedestrian appearance. Well, you know, he's playing with a broken thumb. Throwing a broken the ball. thumb. It's be really but what, what is really is the anemic crap of the Seahawks, yeah. and you sort of go, "What? What is wrong?" Because they just look like they weren't even in this game. Was, they weren't even focused in the game. Russell Wilson was bad. Russell Wilson was awful. It, it was, really, was a bad performance. Like, as a Seattle fan, you know, as a Bears fan, I'm like, "Hey, we've got to rebuild." With Seattle, you go, "Jesus, you got to rebuild here." Well, not even a rebuild. Seattle's just one of those teams, like. Russell Wilson will have these games when he gets again. He's like almost every quarterback. You get pressuring in him. He gets happy feet. Starts throwing balls early. So he was forty one percent completion percentage. Mm-hmm. Like it took him like till the fourth quarter to get like ten completions. They couldn't run the ball. Like that defense is no joke. They shut down DK Metcalf. You know, Aaron Donald hurt a rib, so yeah. hopefully he's back. Uh, but they're just a, a solid team. You know, Goff did what he had to do. Uh, Acres looked really well. He did good. Yeah. Uh, but again, I just think you're a limited offense, and if you're a team like when Rams, who now have to go into Green Bay, and you yeah. expect a broken thumb Goff or a Wolford to to keep up with Aaron Rodgers, good luck with that. Well, I mean, you easily could have said that at the start of the season. How can a team with no quarterback keep up with Russell Wilson? And they did. Yeah. It was Sean McVay's coaching. The defense was on there. They kept them tight. They managed the clock, and. What it really showed was great coaching in this one, whereas Pete Carroll didn't, to me, have that same advantage. Well, Pete Carroll resorts when it's a playoff. He resorts back to, like, the 80s, where it's like, we're going to ground yeah. and pound. It's we're like, you, mohawk you, it. you were 5-0 and at the beginning of the season when Russell was throwing it everywhere. Now it's the playoffs. It's like the conservativeness of yeah. coaches comes in, and it's like, oh, you know that thing we did so well all year? Now nah, we don't need to do that. Yeah. We're going to outsmart everyone. And it's a worrisome 
if I'm Seattle now going forward, because you need you need to fix up. You need a pass rush, and you need a running back. You can't keep doing this seven running backs yeah. every year. Every year to Seattle, you get Chris Carson who gets injured. Then you bring in a guy, he gets injured. Then you bring in, then you got Rashard Penny that you drafted. Can't even dress him half the time because he's useless. They need to fix the running game because when they're at their best is when they can do that. And this committee approach that they've been milking for about almost feels like a decade since Marshawn Lynch yeah. left is just not working anymore. It's not, you know, in the offensive line, which we saw was absolutely horrendous. I mean, he was just chucked, shucked, and, and all over the place. There was no way to get through it. And when you're watching that game, you know, we are talking with some friends on a, on a Zoom call at this point. And you could just watch as the as the the ball was hiked, you know they're across the line. They're they're already on Russell. They're faster across. So yeah, and Russ can't escape like he used to. No, he's getting older. Like he's not as fast as he was. He's, and he's more of a pocket passer now. And when the pocket collapses with Aaron Donald coming in, there's not much you can really do. They've done that to everyone. Yeah. To be honest with you. And I think they can make Aaron Rodgers' life a little bit of hell. That, that, that you know what? Thinking about that, when I when they watched the game and I watched the results in the matchup, I was like, you know what? Even though they've got no quarterback, this defense really matches up yeah. well with Rodgers because they're going to frustrate him, put pressure and on him. They're going to be able to do. They're going to be. Able, well, we'll get into that. Yeah, game, we'll get but. into that. We'll get into that one. So let's go to the the late game on that game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers outlast a Washington football team but not by much uh, Tom Brady looks back on form but we have to it was Heineke uh, and the Washington football team uh, you know keep it tight it was an eight point game and yeah. and you know when you just sort of squeak by the best team in the worst division in football you, you sort of look and go how much confidence does that well, give the Bucks going on yeah now especially you gotta go back into the place you lost, lost twice, twice against them but uh, yeah you know Tom Brady threw for almost 400 yards Again, the weapons he got, he's going to throw for 400 yards. They don't really have a great running game. They can't really get it going. And so when, again, Tom Brady wasn't really pressured as much as I think. He had Chase Young doing his, I'm going to get Tom Brady. People have to stop saying that. It's becoming silly now. You're a rookie. Yeah. He's won six Super Bowls. It's like the ego of this, of some of these players. It's like, yeah, come, come in, Tom. It's like, yeah, we'll see you later. Yeah. Chase, Chase Young's awesome. Don't get he me is. wrong. <clears throat> he asked for his jersey after the game as well. But the story of it was really Heineke. So people, yeah. now it's the question of if you're Washington, what do you do in the offseason? You had a quarterback who had a good game. Do you really want to say, yeah, he had a good playoff game? Do we Throw really, everything at him. Do we really want to ride this guy for 16 games? I don't, I think you want to bring in someone, maybe a vet, who can mm-hmm. come in and compete with him. Because that, as well as he played, I'm not sold to say, I hate the idea when you give someone a job after one start. Yeah. It's happened so many times in the NFL, and it almost always fails. Matt Flynn or something? Was well, that Matt Flynn did yeah. it. Uh, the Bills did it with Rob Johnson years yeah. ago. Uh, it's just this stupid idea. It's like someone has a game and you're like, oh my God. Look at he's, this guy. he's our savior. He's the future. You know, it happened with Minshew for a yeah. while, right? We heard about Minshew. Trubisky, same thing. On nothing well, away. Trubisky was at least a high pick, so it wasn't... Yeah, but he wasn't that great in college. He was okay in college, but he only played. He only won seven games, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we move on to that game. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers go on. Washington football, and it got to feel not bad this year for, you know, for a crap division, but being able to put some things together. Having a good defense and, you know, Dwayne Haskins will be working at home. Yeah, listen, I think Washington's got a lot to feel good about going into next year. They can get a few pieces. You know, they got, they, they, they're got they they're a good team with a good defense up and coming. So I think Washington's going to be the favorite next year. Uh, first game on Sunday, Baltimore Ravens, Tennessee Titans. These guys have faced each other enough times. Ryan and I both thought the Tennessee Titans mm-hmm. uh, would hold on and win this one. Uh, but Lamar Jackson had other plans. And Tennessee really kind of 
Couldn't yeah, get anything going. Derrick Henry could not get going. Ryan Tannehill was frustrated. Low-scoring game, 33 points in total, uh, but the Ravens irk out a win. Yeah, the Ravens is... Um, it's funny, because I'm watching all this stuff, and, and the, the, the love for the Ravens... You, you would think the Ravens put up like 60, yeah. the way people talk about that game. They scored 20 points against one of the worst defenses yeah. in the NFL. That can't be forgotten. They went down 10 nothing in about five minutes. Yeah. And the fact that their defense bailed them out. Lamar Jackson, yes, he had that great run. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson wasn't great that game. No. And there's this idea that Baltimore's defense is what saved them, and they should be thankful for that. But this idea that Baltimore's this high-octane offense, we scored 20 points against a team that literally was giving up almost 40 to every team. Again, it is playoffs. People come back. But I wasn't as impressed with Baltimore as everyone else was. Maybe it's just because they're playing the Bills. Yeah. And I'm looking for reasons to not be impressed. But I'm sorry, 20 points in a playoff game is not going to be good enough. And it's especially not. when you're going against a, a Bills mm-hmm. offense that can put up points next week, you've got to do better than that. So I, Lamar they got the win. He got that first win off his back. So maybe that loosens him up. Um, but I, I was just more disappointed in Tennessee. Yeah. The fact that, yeah... Of course they were going. You should have known they were going to do everything in their power to stop Henry. And that's They should have spread it out a bit yeah. more. And really, but Tannehill was bad. Tannehill it wasn't, wasn't that good. Of, uh, you know, the coaching wasn't there to me. It, it wasn't Vrabel with the worst punt yeah. in the history of punts, I think. Fourth down, what, four? Yeah. In their opponent's 42. And he punted yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yeah. In the, they did a... They, I, so I was listening to some other podcasts and they did... It was called the Cowardly Index. Yeah. And this was in the 99 percentile of cowardly plays by a coach. Yeah, no, it definitely um, was Sean a Sean McVay play. did it as well, I think, yeah. with a punt, a bad punt. Or uh, it wasn't Sean McVay. It was, someone did a really bad punt as well yeah. this week. But that, was to me, was if you're in the playoffs and you're fourth and two and you're punting in their end yeah. and you're down four... You deserve you to no lose. confidence you deserve in your team. Lose. That yeah. was the yeah. worst call. I think I, that was a Mike McCarthy-esque call by a young good coach who now that's going to haunt him. That oh, those totally. types of plays haunt you because they're when you look at it, you're like, what was I thinking? Yeah, why like, you should have gone for it? And the it. reason he did it because he wasn't afraid of Baltimore's offense. He yeah. was like, they're not doing anything against us. Yeah, and they were right. So this idea that Baltimore is this dominant offense that can keep up with the Chiefs is laughable. No. And that's the the everyone says if the only team that can keep up with the Chiefs is the team that scored 20 points against the Titans. I don't think so. No, they're so not as scary as It was a good think. win for Lamar, but it was not a convincing win as everyone thinks it was. Speaking of not convincing wins, my Chicago Bears yeah, went to visit the New Orleans Saints. Not even a convincing game. It was a convincing <laughs> game. Uh, you know, what a game to put on Nickelodeon. Hey kids, you want to see a boring game? Here we go. Mitch Trubisky, player of the game, according to the children. But... Um, what did strike me about this game is we were in it. We were in this game. And if if we had a different quarterback, we could have won. Yeah, again, this to me is the same argument I have against Baltimore that I have against New Orleans. Just got 21 points at yeah. home. And you only got, you got 14 of them in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, right? It was it was ugly. Drew Brees doesn't... Drew Brees' passes just stay in the air forever now. Mm-hmm. It, I, it feels like when you when I used to watch Jim Kelly in his last days, and you're like, yeah, you're like, yeah he's toast, like, these ducks that just float. He's got beautiful touch, but... Apparently you know, Lamar Jackson likes when he If he has to go, if he has to go into Green Bay and throw into that cold. Yeah. No way Drew Brees is going to be able to do that. No. So to me, I'm really worried. I'm worried about them even beating uh, Brady. I, I I just don't feel good about this offense. Even their their defense played well, but again, it was against Trubisky. 
and that offense. So what this is going to be a real test. It's going to be a good game. But I'm worried about New Orleans. They 21 points in a playoff game when you're the number two seed. Not good enough. Yeah, I mean, and what really bothered me too is that, you know, we had that pass dropped right in the end zone, right through the breadbasket in his hands. Yeah, right to start I know, off. right? That, that would have been a game changer. It would have been a game changer. And you have to look and you go, to me, he's gone. Get rid of that player. I don't want him here next year. Yeah, Those, those are, are things that you sort of go, you don't need that crap. Get especially, rid- you're only allowed to do that if you're like Julio Jones. And yeah. even then, you still... Your first pass, and it's right through, and you sort of it go... It was a beautiful play, It was too. a beautiful play. And, and you sort of, and that's the play They've that they wanted. They've been waiting all year to do that Waiting play. to do it, and, and he then they nailed it. didn't and even then. look. He wasn't even looking at the ball. And no, he was thinking of his celebration. Of, he was looking at the screen going, I'm going to celebrate. And yeah. that's that's the problem with a lot of guys. If you're that young and you're going to do that, screw you. Get off the team. Yeah, catch the ball. They're making me angry. All right. <laughs> so we go on to uh, the next game on this one. Let's talk about the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, wow. Corvette, Corvette. Uh, Let's talk about the first like eight minutes of that game. Which we're is, just a beating by I, I literally almost turned it off in the first quarter. I was like watching it and I was like, how long do I remember? It was like 35-7, yeah. I think, when I turned it off. I was like, and I turned and I looked at the score. And it was like 48-37. I was like, yeah. oh my God. Cleveland yeah. almost blew it. Um, just because I had other things to do. And I was like, like Pittsburgh was awful. Like, yes. This is, that, that's the sort of game that like Big Ben's going to sit me. Like, do I really want to come back and play another year? Yeah, uh, I get that. Be- because like he was awful. Four, like, he was throwing picks ever. Four interceptions. They have no running game. That defense has just got absolutely steamrolled against a team with no head coach and didn't practice. Like, yeah. If, if anyone was like, oh, this is why they should not have rested their starters last yeah. year. Pittsburgh was in no position to rest their starters with that offense, no. the way it was playing. Um, so Juju with his comment of the Browns of the Browns, really, yeah. he's just been a real ambassador to um, to the team's losing. He's streak. more of a meme than a TikTok. He's, he's one of those things that happens afterwards. I think Juju, you're going to see his his downfall of his career is going to be almost 100 percent social media related. This yeah. guy has cares more about his followers. Even when they were down thirty, he's dancing on the field. Yeah. Like it's like, dude, what is it gonna take for you to take this sport seriously? You were great when you had Antonio Brown. You have been garbage without him. Yeah. You're not a number one. And I, I, if I'm Mike Tomlin, do I even want this guy on my team? I think he's a yeah. free agent. I think Juju goes. Yeah, I would want to. I, rid of I him would as want well. to get rid of him. He's a distraction, just like Antonio Brown was. Uh, Except Juju's not an asshole. Yeah. He's just an idiot. He's just a young guy who wants to be on these famous mediums, but at the same time, he's, he's, he's going to have to work with a coach who cares who can about his right brand that. more than he cares yeah. about winning football games. And if you're if you're not winning football, you don't have a brand, you know, because yeah. no one no one wants well, they, Baker, wide receiver they, number twelve. <laughs> yeah. Baker had the greatest losing brand of all time this year, the last two years. And he still does and, more. But now he's playing well, so more commercials. Now when no one wants him in commercials, he's starting to play well. All right, so let's. Uh, okay, we're gonna get into our score or take a look at the predictions. Uh, what we're gonna do for the divisional playoff. <laughs> 